Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm really excited about this episode. I already told my dad who our guest is. <laughs> um, okay, so you should Google our guest because she's a famous Canadian actor and comedian, the star of Corner Gas and Hiccups and the soon-to-be-released animated Corner Gas. I met her for the first time on Saturday and I tried to play it cool. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Nancy Robertson. Oh, gee, thanks. Yeah, I'm the star of Corner Gas. Yeah, I don't know anyone else that's on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Nancy Robertson Corner Gas. Yeah. It's a one-woman show. Yeah. yeah. It's a monologue about... I would pay yeah. money to see that one-woman show. The one-woman show. The one-woman Corner, Corner Gas. Gas. Yes, it oh is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's a great idea. <laughs> Tour the world. I think there might be some legal problems if I decided to do that. I bet you could get permission. Sure. <laughs> just leave a note on that. Yeah, just leave a note. This is yeah. something we've yeah. decided you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Let us help you make life choices. Let us boss you around with our bossy paws. Yeah. Bossy paws. Yeah. So welcome. Thank you very much for having me. It's I feel like we're Josie and the Pussycats with these uh, microphones. Yeah. Oh. Do you guys remember them? Am I too yeah. old? No nope. illusion. Well, they're on Hello. they're on Riverdale now, so there's oh, like a next generation. Oh, right. I watched Riverdale for the first time when I was on tour recently, and I had been holding out for like a year, and then finally, the bass player in our band, Adrian Labelle, who's been on the show multiple times, was like, "Fuck it, let's just watch Riverdale." Have you seen it, Nancy? Well, no, I haven't, but I auditioned for uh, Principal Weatherby for Archie. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, they were they were thinking, oh, diversity. Let's see. Let's read women for this part. And I was like, yeah. you're not going to give it to a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they no, didn't. Not. No, they didn't. I don't think so. I, I don't haven't know, I gotten to it. that character yet. Well, maybe they didn't. Maybe they just decided not to do anything with it. Well, or- they've made some drastic changes, like... Mrs. What was her name? Miss Grundy or Mrs. Grundy? Grundy. She's like super young and hot, and Archie has sex with her. What? Yeah, that's like, I'm no spoilers. That's in the first episode. Okay, but people have been tweeting photos from the show to me for a year because my band's posters are in it, oh, and right so on. they'll be like, "Look, it's this," and so I feel like I know the scenes already. It's really weird to watch it and be like, "I know what's coming up" because I've seen my poster. When I was uh, young, I always read Archie comics, and it's so weird. It just occurred to me, but it totally would be energy slime would be something they listen that they to. would they would make up as a poster in <laughs> in the background in the background for sure. I don't even know if it's energy slime. I think it's just Jay Arner. It's Jay Arner. Okay, there might be. I've only watched four episodes. I got to keep up with it. But apparently, it's in season two as well. And I'm like, they just love Mint Records. Um, one of the scandals of last week, uh, one of the very important scandals of last week was the lead who plays Archie said that Vancouver's kind of boring. Well, that's what David oh. Duchovny said when he was filming. Uh, he said it rained too much. Yeah, but that's why I live here. I like that it's <laughs> kind of no low. fun city. Yeah. I'm like, don't get any more fun. This is the perfect amount of fun. It's already too fun for me. I have to cancel going out to shows and yeah, parties. I'm in my pajamas by 4 p.m. Oh, so I don't live in the what, dream. Yeah, I am living the dream. I don't. I don't understand what anybody wants to do past nine o'clock anymore. Like right. I, I just when I think about the times when you'd go out and it would you would just be starting to go out at 10 o'clock at night. 
that actually makes me nauseous because mm-hmm. I can't even imagine that. So no, there's there's very little we need anymore. <laughs> yeah, air. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even sure. Maybe I just found out that the Earth isn't round. It's kind of <laughs> egg shaped, and it's on a tilt. It's on more of a tilt than it used to be, apparently. Oh no! Yeah. I have put on twenty pounds. Wait, did you find out that it's flat? I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just yeah. discovered this amazing new movement. Someone called work today, and uh, I work in the natural health industry, and I've become quite a skeptic over the past couple of years of being in, in the industry. And he asked me a question about a product we carry, and he said, "Well, have you heard of David Wolf?" And I was like, "Yeah, I have." Um, is that the avocado guy? Yeah, yeah. and uh, but I can't say what I want to say, which is, yeah, I've heard of David Wolf. Do you know that there's many reports of him sexually assaulting women? <laughs> um, but then I just decided because I had some free time to Google David Wolf, somebody who I do not like uh, in the in, in the industry, who's like a, a health food guru, mm-hmm. um, who also happens to sell a lot of products, um, also does not believe that the world is round. <laughs> does not believe the world is round. Yeah, and I guess Shaq doesn't either. What? Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal doesn't either. So anyways. He's funny that way. He can do yeah, whatever he wants. That's true. Though. He's so... Especially when he gets into a car. That's my favorite. <laughs> watching him get into a car. Oh, like folding up that... It's like watching a small person get something on a high shelf. He's he's funny. I don't know. I like him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much about him. Also, there's a, there's a possibility of being a sports star that I have forgotten who actually doesn't believe the world is around. Because I know nothing about sports. <laughs> Anyways, um, Nancy, shocked. thank you for doing this podcast. Thank you for having me. It feels like I've known you forever, which I think is because I've watched you on TV for so long and TV, followed yeah. you <laughs> from a distance like a creep. I, <laughs> I noticed that when I was like, I met you on Saturday, I was like, I feel like I've known her for a long time. I'm like, mm, why could that be? Oh, right. Because I've watched you on a tiny box for many yeah. years. Yeah. It's kind of weird, isn't it? I actually... The whole media thing is weird. I wrote an essay about... about me about oh, yes and we nice. have this doll of you that we made <laughs> and we would like to Out present our it hair. to you <laughs> no I, in university i wrote an essay about a movie that you were in called the delicate art of parking oh good lord <laughs> and i was like so excited when alicia said that you were a guest and i was like this is so embarrassing that i've wrote, written an essay about a movie you were in well i think that's amazing I, it really like goes well it. with the doll that we made oh was yeah. It, yeah and the t-shirts <laughs> it's all part of, it's like that's why we're getting deal. these weird cramps <laughs> Yeah. We're just kissing the doll way too much. Because <laughs> her stomach. She likes that. <laughs> it's your tongues pressing into my intestines. <laughs> we're just making sure you don't get a hernia. Yeah, we're taking care of care of our baby doll, Nancy. <laughs> baby doll. So terrifying. <laughs> okay, well, the point of this podcast is to make you very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> number one, thank you. And number two is uh, we like to hear from artists, either their version of like horrible things that happened when they worked in the customer service industry, or <laughs> sometimes we tell stories where we've been really bad in stores too. Or where we're the customer oh. and something terrible happened. Oh, we see something bad happen. Yeah. yeah. I haven't looked at it from that perspective. I have worked in retail. Oh, amazing. I did. I had, um, now I, I don't know. I could tell a story from when I had my first job, which was retail. Yeah. And, uh, or I had another job in retail while I was auditioning and doing stuff before, while I was doing improv and auditioning is that story. You can tell both tell of those. I want Then yeah. I have a story, but for, for years in my, uh, long, long time ago, I worked for the cable company on the phone. Customer <gasps> service. 
We want them all. Yeah. We want all of those stories. Do you really? Well, yeah. we can so take just... turns. You can tell one and then we can each okay. tell one. And, yeah, you, can. and you can first. throw out whatever you don't want. We're going to want them all. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I should sing it with this microphone. <laughs> yeah, sing it. Yeah. One, a two, one, two, three. I was uh, really... <laughs> <laughs> my first uh, job, and it was actually my first job in real life because I was 17. Nobody, I was going to say nobody cast me. Nobody hired me <laughs> because, you know, I'm barely five feet tall. And back then, I looked like I was five, even in high school. I would just, <laughs> not was it the it giant anymore. lollipop? <laughs> yeah, it was a giant lollipop. I had a big fucking bow on my head. <laughs> so, um, so, I, so I wouldn't get hired. I'd go to like, I had friends that worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. You get to work at Kentucky Fried Chicken. I didn't get a job there. I think it's because I was short. And they thought, well, we won't see you behind the counter. It'd just be a little creepy seeing this hand come up with a chicken wing in it. It's kind of throwing it at you. Or they was afraid because there was a microphone. And they thought, oh, we're getting a volleyball for her. We don't want to put her in front of a microphone. And I couldn't get a job babysitting or anything like that for the same thing. They were just like, good good God, could you even lift the baby? And, uh, and I didn't want to anyways. Yeah. So just as soon as I graduated, two friends of mine started working at this t-shirt shop on West Forest in Kits. And it was just shortly after they started opening the stores on Sundays. So I don't think a lot of people were that aware or into the shopping on Sundays. So it was called Fit to a T. And uh, the girl, uh, my friend who brought me into this situation was Holly. Oh, Holly. Yeah. So I go in. It's Sunday. I don't even get interviewed for this job. It's a t-shirt shop. Holly says, no, I talked to the boss. Just come on in and, you know, work a couple hours and then we'll figure out your schedule. I'm thinking, sweet. This is great. Things are picking up. (laughs) Things are turning around for the little one. So I go down. I get into the store and nobody's in there. So we folded. We did whatever we wanted to do. And in the main area, the shopping area, you could see the office. You could see one side of the desk with the desk chair. And so the door was open and I was folding because Holly showed me what to do and I couldn't find Holly. And so I went into the office area and she was sitting where you couldn't be seen from the front door on the other side of the desk reading a playgirl. Oh. Yeah. And uh, so I went in and I said, what are you doing? (laughs) She said, have you ever read a Playgirl? I'm like, ooh, yes, no, oh, God, no, yes, no. I was so confused. What do I do? I want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't know. Like, what, What's going to happen? Is my world going to change if I open this up? Well, <laughs> I took it, and I sat on the visible side Uh-oh. of the desk, <laughs> and I thought, this is really interesting. And uh, so I put my feet up on the desk. And I'm just having I'm thinking, this day. is, yeah, and I'm thinking, she says, people complain about work. <laughs> God, a lot of babies out there. And, uh, and so this, I hear the, like, just like a, an old shop bell, ding, ding, ding. And I don't even have time to react. This woman comes in and she's just like burning me with her eyeballs and just comes straight for me. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then she said, are you Nancy? And I went, yes. And it was the owner. Oh, yeah. And it was basically in two seconds, it was get out. Whoa. So I worked for an hour. <laughs> and uh, and then I had to go home and tell my parents <laughs> that I said, yeah, you know what? The strangest thing happened. I can't believe my luck. I have no luck getting work. She had to close the shop down. <laughs> because there was no way I was going to tell them, A, that I was reading a playgirl and B, that I got canned within my first hour of my first job. <laughs> Yeah. That's entrapment, though. Kind of, isn't it? Isn't <laughs> it? Was Holly? Holly, are you there? 
isn't it? Yeah. I know. And uh, and she thought it was really funny. She got to keep her job because she was on the right side of the deck. <sighs> That's all it can be sometimes. You've got time to lean. You got time to replay, girl. You got time to clean. <laughs> sometimes you're on the right side of the desk. Sometimes you're not on the right side it's of so the desk. It's so weird, too, because in retail, it could be like, are you hanging around behind the counter? Or are you doing something on the floor? Like, just standing on the other side of the counter makes you look more motivated. Well, even <laughs> though kind of, you're not yeah. doing on your way to do something. Yeah, you're like still you can do something not in a, doing anything. I mean, yeah. reading Playgirl just behind the counter. But I was actually... This week I've been thinking about Playgirl because there's I was <laughs> watching week. Nathan for you and there was a character in it who had been in Playgirl before and I was like who buys this Hey man um, is it still is it still out of Playgirl? girls of like what sort of girls buy it Yeah because I just I mean I don't know the photos are really not no it's not <laughs> it's not effective no no i have one question yeah did your parents ever drive by the store and see it was still open <laughs> no they didn't okay. out I, on I had, no, my parents were i call them the i don't know whether anybody uh has seen the movie the ice storm yes. oh yeah i, I, I refer to movie. my my parents as the ice storm parents are they like sigourney weaver yeah and, you know okay. cocktails you Key know parties yeah <laughs> I don't. Wow. I, I they don't. Still... Listen, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that way. But so you weren't, weren't invited. No, they wouldn't have been that into it to find out. They're like, yeah, wh- whatever. You mm-hmm. know, go to the store and get me some cigarettes and a playgirl oh. and a playgirl. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's the best getting fired story we've had. I think that's the shortest time anyone's worked at a job so I'm far. Honored. Thank you. That's and 121 amazing. episodes. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Do I we get wish anything? we had something. Uh, uh, you get this this dog toy. Uh, Hank bought it for you. <laughs> With his money he oh, made by Hank. stealing from people. Oh, listen, you got to get while well, you, you know, get He actually really can. likes to try and eat change. Really? It's weird. He He's likes, a, yeah. Grifter. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? I have something that happened to me today, which is just basically proof that I'm turning into like the grumpiest <laughs> old lady. And uh, I got up this morning. I've been working really late. I've been working until like seven and eight the past couple of days. And I worked on the weekend and I just got back from tour and I'm trying to like play catch up. And I'm also sick. You should change jobs. You should work for a t-shirt job. <laughs> yeah. Let's put you a tea <laughs> Take it easy. Yeah. Put your feet up. Uh, I think it's a Lululemon now, probably. Uh, if it's on fourth, everything. Or it's just a store dedicated to merino wool under things. Yeah. It's not Those a front. Nice. Uh, if you can afford it. So I went straight to work and I didn't, I didn't have breakfast or anything. And then I had to go run an errand to my boss's house and and I was like, oh, I'll pick up some groceries on the way home. And so I was driving because it's like monsoon rain mm-hmm. today. And so I was going to a grocery store. Like it's a little market at 16th and Oak that I go to. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try and park right in front. And then I see this woman who's leaving in front. And I'm like, great. This is great. I'll just circle the block. And by the time I'm back, she'll be gone. I circled the block once. She's still there. I circle, <laughs> But she, the car is running. The lights are on. The wheels are turned as if she's about to oh. pull out of the spot, but what she's also taking up two spots. Ah, so and she's in this like huge SUV, and so I pull over, and she's uh, she's like looking at her phone. I'm like, okay, she's got to like check her tweets or whatever before she gets on the road. I respect that. That's a hot take. Yeah, <laughs> she's hashtag hashtagging me too. Uh, <laughs> too soon, um, but. No, so I was like, okay, I'll circle the block again. It's kind of a long block. There's a school there, so you have to go 30. There's speed bumps. There's speed bumps in the alley. I'm like, okay, I'll take my time. 
Circle of Black again, she's still there. And I was like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? Like, I'm like, I'm immediately so, I hate her. You're not immediately. <laughs> it's taken me, I think it's been like five minutes. Because I'm also patient. having to wait for the light too. And it's like a busy intersection. And then so at this time I go around, she's eating soup. <gasps> oh my, the to-go food. <laughs> it was so weird. There's a deli there. So I assume maybe she went to the deli. And so she's eating the soup and she's doing the thing where she's just blowing on a spoonful of oh, it. Oh, man. And I was like, what well, do you want to render? <laughs> I oh wanted gosh. to just, I wanted uh, to do that thing where you put on your signal and you drive up to them and you're like, are you leaving? Oh, I do that. I would have done that, but it's like That's there's big trucks. It's oak. So there's like, it's like a truck route uh anyway and then so i was like fine i'll just park far away and walk and then i step in a big puddle of course of soup yeah <laughs> so right as i'm just like a moat of soup around her suv and then so i was like i'm just gonna give her a really dirty look she was still there by the time i was done buying my groceries and i was just like why is your car been running this whole yeah, time that's illegal it's i mean like yes if it's you know, minus 10 or something. And it's, but aren't you, you're not allowed to idle. No, you shouldn't be. I don't like, know anything I about driving if- except for the things you can get tickets for, which I wish I could get people tickets for. I know. Oh, I would, I would love to do that. I'd love to be a traffic cop. Yeah. Or at least uh, an actor in the delicate art of parking who plays a traffic. cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. So I was like, I realized this thing that made me so mad is such a petty thing. And I was like, this is who I am now. I guess someone gets really mad about a woman who's just sitting in her car. I was mad the first time you had to turn the corner. <laughs> so I don't know. I think you're being a bit tough on yourself. I think you are because that's rude. And it also, it's, it's just, it's going to get worse. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, is this how mad I am yeah. Yeah. now? Yeah. yeah it yeah. is going to hashtag it gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my husband says I'm the angriest driver he's ever driven with. Oh. I think I kind of frighten him when I, when I drive because I have zero patience. Because if somebody's not being considerate of other people around, like there's two types of people. The people that know you're waiting and pick up the pace a little bit and make room for the parking spot. And then there's the other shit person who <laughs> takes the <your> time <laughs> sipping soup. <laughs> Sipping soup, Jessica. Yeah, you are Hashtag to be fucking up the girl behind me in the car. Yeah, in her tiny fuel economy uh, car. On a rainy day. Trying to help people find homes. I just needed to buy some bread. <laughs> fuckers, like in this giant gas guzzling thing eating soup. Sitting in a car that should only be for the military. Uh, and yeah. you think you're the bad person. This no, is yeah. wonderful. Oh, well, I was, I mean, this, this whole week has been me being like, when is it okay to complain? Because I feel like always like this whole hashtag me too thing. I was like talking to my friend and I was like, yeah, there's like people that I know who are, you know, awful people and they're still anyway, this is not funny. <laughs> this is not funny. <laughs> it's been a rough couple of weeks. It's been a rough couple of years. But I'll like I'll complain about like abusive men and like men who have harassed me in the past and then i feel bad that i complained about them and i'm like oh i feel like such a jerk i think that's one of the reasons why like this i don't know uh but there's been like a we talked about this in the last podcast but some comedians have been sharing stories and the same few names kind of keep coming up and i'm like why did we not act Mm -hmm. and well there's a lot of different things on why we wouldn't there's like repercussions and then also like i'm like well what if he killed himself (laughs) That's yep, where that's, my brain goes to. No, but that's the thing. And I think that that's why people don't bring it up because a lot of women don't because we do worry about that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. that we would feel that there's as screwed up as it is, you'd feel guilty about 
What would happen? Causing somebody, causing a domino effect where somebody does harm or I don't know. It is, it's, it's. It's, be- I guess, like empathy, whereas these people don't have it that much. <laughs> the abusers? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think they're loaded with empathy. I, no, I'm going to go for uh, no. It's a debate. On empathy. It's, it's yeah. a gray area. Yeah. This, anyway, we talked about it on the last episode because we only recorded it like four days ago or something. But uh, yeah, it's just l- sort of like blown up even more since we last talked about it. I was just like, I just need to take a break from social media, yeah, I think, totally. because it's uh, it's too infuriating. But that's like, what do I do for fun then? I gotta, There's nothing else. I'm going to look at my cat <laughs> pictures somewhere. You live in Vancouver. They stop making licorice. I've yeah. actually just started doing a lot of crosswords. Oh. Which is oh, why. Oh, you're going to use your brain. Yeah, why I know. That sounds awful. The but characters like from Happy Days. <laughs> It's yeah, totally it's terrifying. <laughs> it's like, how do you how do you hold a pencil or a pen or anything? Like, what do you? I take my foot. I yeah, take well, both of my feet. <laughs> I get my pet gorilla to do it. <laughs> anyway, I just like sit in my car and do crosswords now with the um, with the with the idling. Nice warm bowl of soup <laughs> on your side. Just like a whole terrine soup. Oh, I know it was that so is not weird. I'm so normal. yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for letting me vent. So, Alicia, what's your retail dream? I have a retail dream. What? A retail dream. Yeah. So, I was taking a customer service call, and the woman was a senior, which is my favorite, because, like, this morning, I started my day with a senior asking me if I knew (laughs) how big Canada was and where the majority of the population was, and asking why we only started answering our phone at 8.30 Pacific Standard Time. (sighs) That's a recurring thing. Yeah, for sure. It's actually the same guy. (laughs) It calls every eight weeks, I've realized, uh, to (laughs) chew me out about the time difference. But I had this lovely woman call and she had a bunch of questions about something and in the middle of me answering, actually, she was just basically talking at me, which I really love when seniors do because it's just like no one listens to them. So yeah. it's great. And in the middle of asking me a bunch of questions about products, she just burped. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And then we both went silent. And then I guess in her brain, she's like, I wonder if I should say something. And then, so there was a couple of beats before she said, pardon me. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. I love this woman. Call me back. I love that. Burp. And it was like, burp. But she started the whole conversation. Sorry, I missed this part. Eating what I'm sure was a three course meal. <laughs> like, she called, oh, she, she just, just settled just in with you. Yeah. She's like, I'm just going to eat lunch and ask this woman Aww, a thousand questions. You were her lunch partner. Burp. It was great. That's- so that was a huge highlight. I see a lot of seniors in my job and that's the one time where I'm like, I cannot laugh at their burps and farts because they happen all the time <laughs> oh, and my- they don't acknowledge them anymore. So I'm just like, I'm not sure that they can hear them. Yeah, that's oh, the thing. My mom uh, has got dementia now and uh, it's, it's a weird, we don't know what type it is because, well, she's basically right now, she's like a 10 year old. Okay. And, uh, and it's hysterical. So in the last year or so, my mom was very kind of uptight, uh, very introverted, uh, would just read and paint and didn't really socialize or anything like that. And, and uh, everything just kind of irritated her and she's very, very kind of wound. And, um, and now she's, we, she started burping <laughs> about a year ago. God bless her. And laughing her head off every time she burps, <laughs> thinking it's hysterical. Aww. And her response has always been, I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> like until she retired and hit 65 and got a pension she wasn't allowed to burp yeah that's true so but she's also been retired for you know like a while 13 years now which i don't have any hesitation in telling her 
you retired 13 years ago, mother. <laughs> burp. What? I did? Yeah. <laughs> you have dementia. I so, do? Yeah. Keep on burping. She does. So now we've got her in a home. And it's really hard for my sister and brother and I because we'll go and all these noises come out. Yeah. And smells. And we don't hide it. We're like, ew! <laughs> Seriously? I don't, can nobody cares because they don't know. So, you know, have at it. I think what we're, what we're missing out is burping and everything freely now. It's true. Why do I we mean, have to wait till we're I tired? I do burp a lot. Yeah, I burp too. I just burp mainly because Jay, uh, my husband, uh, thinks it's so funny and he laughs every time I do it because I do it so loud that it echoes off buildings. Like when we're walking home from a show, uh, I'll burp and it'll just like reverberate off of both sides of the street. And then, and we're always like, do you ever think like that it wakes anyone up? <laughs> it's like in the summer, people have their windows open and we live in a residential area. For sure. Lots of apartments. And sometimes it can be so loud that it's like shocking. <laughs> but I noticed I was walking home last night by myself and I was, of course, burping as I always am. And I was like, suppressing it and keeping it quiet and i was like why am i doing that and i was like because jay's not here i only do it for him and i try and like really i don't know if you're gonna do it do it go for it yeah i always was so embarrassed when my my dad would do that because he'd like say words while he was burping and it was always like (laughs) like the alphabet or no but that's also really impressive yeah (laughs) Um, but i was always like dad oh so gross but now i think it's like amazing i think it's like don't hide your light under a bushel exactly yeah don't suppress your burp <laughs> don't hide my burps yeah. under your bushel yeah World. I, uh, yeah like i didn't grow up in a household where that was acceptable um and i think as an adult i just think it's i think it's really funny when people do it well yeah because we weren't allowed to do it either right? and we weren't allowed to say shut up and now wow my come mom on we'll go oh shut up all oh. the time now and then laugh her head off That's actually how old is she She's uh, she just turned eighty. Okay. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad she's enjoying her burps. She is. Like it's people go. Oh, she has. Oh, <laughs> that one's for you, mom. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't me. For the listener, <laughs> Hank has just about four minutes ago decided that he and Nancy are going to wrestle. <laughs> I think he's lost his stick, so he's looking for. No, it. I think he's just like. Oh, uh, did he finish it? Nope. Okay. He won't finish the that. That. That stick was supposed to last the whole podcast, but he lost interest in it 23 minutes in. Oh. Uh, so, Nancy, we're really excited about your next story. <laughs> I mean, your first story was, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to be thinking about that forever. Yeah. I'm constantly worried at my current job that I'm going to get caught doing something dumb. <laughs> well, so, just don't read Playgirl. <laughs> I can't help myself. i got to see those wieners. <laughs> I have to see those flaccid wieners. But they're not, they're not flaccid. And they're like, they're, this is no, what I, mid. this is what I learned from watching Nathan for you is it's not erect. But it's not flaccid. It's like a half, a lot of experience with that. Halfway, Dad, turn off the <laughs> podcast. I'm just kidding. But I do remember, like, uh, pretending I was getting a kick out of it more than I was. For sure, you have kind of, to. Yeah, I was like, oh, or else you'll just scream. Do I have to look at this page for? <laughs> yeah, like what's the yeah. just what's like facial one, expression? Well, two, one. Were you like licking your lips? Were you going? <laughs> uh, I think it was more of a oh yeah, kind uh-huh. of nodding like mm-hmm. I get that. Which no, no. I I, I I didn't at the time but yeah what's the appropriate amount of time to stare at the page before okay now i'm going to turn the page yeah Um, there's an article coming up i hope yeah i didn't have time are the articles as like renowned in playgirl as the ones in playboy i don't know that's where it was the only time i looked at the only time i've seen a playgirl well i'll get you a subscription they still make it i'll get you a bowl of soup (laughs) you shouldn't in an idling suv (laughs) 
<laughs> it's your opposite of a fantasy. Yeah. Okay. And then also just some some straws. <laughs> my mother for my 30th birthday gave me a box of straws. <laughs> Paper <laughs> straws. Paper straws. Paper straws. They're biodegradable. They're, yeah, they're eco-friendly. Did you ask for them? No. Oh. I also gave them to uh, previous guest Sally White. <laughs> I was disappointed because I had my eye on them, but it's too shy to ask. She really loves straws. <laughs> you can, I'm sure she'll divvy the them paper up with ones. you. Oh. They don't last very long, though. Yeah, I don't like how they disintegrate in your mouth. <laughs> I would rather have that, though, than the plastic. Oh, sorry. I was talking about playgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. There's um, biodegradable ones that feel like plastic. We have them at work. They are lovely. Oh, like if they're made of corn or yeah. whatever? Yeah, I prefer those. Don't tell my naturopath I'm not supposed to have corn. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh, that a good segue into Nancy's next story? Go, Nancy. <laughs> Speaking of corn. <laughs> you were briefly in the band Corn. I was, yes. <laughs> corn and the Huskettes. <laughs> Whoa. A lesser known Archie band. Yes, yeah. <laughs> They thought Vancouver was exciting. (laughs) (laughs) They were from Chilliwack. (laughs) Fresh Picked. That was their debut album. (laughs) Their follow-up was Fresh Husked. (laughs) (laughs) Just Husked? Help. Help me finish this joke. (laughs) Their first album was called Cream. (laughs) Yuck. I just grossed myself out. Yes. (laughs) Creamy husk. Creamy husk. Well, let's get real. Cream corn is delicious. Is that a good segue into your next drink? That's true. I love it. That's true. Speaking of cream corn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, am I supposed to start? Yeah. My apologies. No, let's go. I'm okay. For 20 more minutes. Um, That's fine with me. um, (laughs) Seriously, uh, I can rip. (laughs) <laughs> this has been corn. This has been corn talk. I'm Nancy. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Whoa! Next week, hijack grilled. <laughs> I like the idea of the guests just having their own podcast. <laughs> with podcast and a podcast. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Ah, oh, shucks. Oh. oh! <laughs> okay, so sit on it. My, okay, sit on it. Hey. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> I don't think the listeners know that we're I'll take doing this podcast <laughs> while the album cover of Fonzie's favorite song, <laughs> and it's a true album, and there's a candle. It's like we're paying homage to uh, Fonzie's youth. It's like Fonzie died. It was. Well, he did in a way, didn't he? Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. He jumped the shark. He did jump the shark. Landed so on the fin. crazy. It's worse than death. It was. Well, oh, hello, Hank. Okay, so... Okay, which is oh wait, well I'm crying. One time right uh, I was working uh, at a clothing store. It was not a t-shirt store, <laughs> and I was auditioning and uh, doing improv, and so it was kind of a part-time job in between any type of gigs. And a woman came in, and it was on the west side of Vancouver, which I think is going to say a lot. And <laughs> uh, and she came in, came to the uh, the cashier desk, and said, "I want to return my jeans." I said. <laughs> Okay. They're creamed sure. now. Sorry. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're creamed jeans. <laughs> I've creamed my jeans. I stuck oh. some corn in them and they're creamed now. Went to Chilliwack. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. You're Corey Cobb of the Huskettes. <laughs> oh my God. That's my story. That's the end. <laughs> so she pulls out her jeans. Everything's sounding filthy now. So she pulls out her jeans out of a bag that was not the store bag. Uh-oh. It was Weird. like a grocery bag. And I thought, okay, this will be interesting. 
Because I was thinking that you just, when you turn something, you generally bring the bag back and you've got the receipt. Yeah, you got them home. You realize yeah. they don't fit. You yeah, bring them back. Fit. Then I pull them out and they're torn. Nice. <laughs> they, and not, not, not fashion like torn. 1994. Yeah. yeah. They're not deconstructed or anything like that. <laughs> and they've been hemmed. What? By a lot. <laughs> and, uh, and they also had stains on them. And I, and I kind of said to her, well, I didn't kind of say, I said, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm a little bit confused. Um, we don't sell this kind of gene here. And she, and she said, well, you did. And I went, oh, and I was fairly new. And I said, well, well when did you buy them? And she said, um, a year ago. <laughs> and I went, a year ago. And I said, well, we have a store policy. You're, you know, you have like 10 days to return it. And then after that, it's, it's or credit or, but I said, a or year. bag of corn. Yeah, for a bag of corn. You get... For if it's past three weeks, you get one kernel. <laughs> That's it. And uh, and so she said, "Yeah, well, I'm returning them because I've worn them almost every day for a year, and I don't like how they're wearing." Fuck. What? And I went, "Well, they're they're jeans." She goes, "Yeah, they should be in better shape after wearing them for a year." First of all, yeah, she needs a second pair of jeans, not. The same pair of jeans that's almost every day for intense. a year. Well, yeah, and this is before the big raw denim. Yeah, days. yeah, it wasn't even. I'm assuming. Was, it, no, it was. No, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I thought, and I thought, oh, good, because sometimes it's fun, you know, when you get an opportunity to when in customer service where you get to say, aha, the customer isn't always right. Totally, the customer is a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. So I was starting to get all kind of wound up about this going, well, sorry, I can't do this. And I thought, I'm really not going to, like, I'm not going to give her anything. This is ridiculous. So no, I can't, I'm sorry, we can't do anything. I mean, we have the policy and it's it's on the the back of the receipt, if you still had it. And and she said, I'd like to speak to your manager. And I was so pissed off because then the manager comes up, takes them and said, by all means, go pick out another pair. What? Yeah, she apparently she was some big high end customer. Mm. It's not a great story, but it's obviously has still left a burn mark inside I me that I yeah, need to talk about it. That's so unjust. I know, and I felt, and I said to the manager later, "Why did you do that to me?" <laughs> I said, "You we have you tell us that we have to put these rules forward, and then you just kind of usurped me and just made me look like an idiot." Yeah, and uh, I didn't quit. Not at that point. Well, you needed that job, I'm sure. <laughs> I did. See, now I'm all sad. No, like this is, that's like horrible because that service wouldn't be given to just anyone. It's somebody who's like manipulating the system. And also like that's creating in them this altered sense of reality of, oh, this is just how the world works for me. Yeah. That they are can then sit in their SUV and eat soup for half an hour mm-hmm. with their year old jeans that they hate how they're wearing. I think like if you don't know the customers well enough like to be able to make exceptions for them. She should have asked to speak to your manager. She shouldn't have put you in that position where she made you feel like kind of She should have gone straight to the person who gives her preferential treatment. Well, I just really wanted to say no to her. Stick it to her. I really wanted to stick it to her. It's disgusting too. Like she brought back dirty jeans. She did. And I thought this was my opportunity to get back at a customer (laughs) and I couldn't do it. So she took, she took it away from me, this manager. Your one chance for vengeance. I know. And it was gone. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks. In a blink of an eye, it was gone. <laughs> and she got new jeans for free. For free. Unless it's L.L. Bean, then that's unacceptable. No, no, it wasn't at all. The gap was like that for a really long time. Like for probably 20 years, I'd basically take back anything. L.L. Bean will take back something. You can have something for 20 years and bring it back to them. 
you have to go to their outlet store or whatever in uh, Maine. And there's a This American Life episode about the returns uh, desk. Every every listener should listen to that episode. It's amazing. I'm listen to it tomorrow because I love LLP. It's, it's amazing because they talk to the the people who work in the returns department and they they're not allowed to refuse anyone anything but they'll say they'll they give them sort of like stern looks yeah and say like really you've had this for 20 years and it's a t-shirt and you want to return it because that's gross but people will do that and that's well, they're why asking for it kind of if they're letting you do it they're kind yeah of asking i know for it. but they're just trying to be like super great uh but that's why it's so rare to find ll bean clothing in thrift stores because people will find them and immediately go i've only found one ll bean jacket one time and it was right after i listened to that episode and i was like should i go return this for a new jacket <laughs> no i didn't because i don't live in maine but uh it was a pretty cool jacket it was like a red denim mom Ooh, jacket oh yeah. yeah nice uh but it's it's fascinating. You can get a pair of hiking boots, wear them for 25 years and bring them back in and say, yeah, they fell apart. And they go, oh, I'm so sorry. Please go select a new pair. I wrote wow. them last week because I have had a pair of winter boots from them, the classic bean boot. I'm wearing them tonight. Um, but I accidentally ordered them in a size and a half too large. And it's time for them to be resold. And so I just wrote and I was like, wonder if they'll just like because i'm far away send me a new pair which they won't but for a very small price they will resold them and send them back to me for free yeah they do a lot of repair too and if they can't repair them so i'm just gonna do that and then like find a friend that they'll fit or donate them because they're amazing boots and uh that's crazy i feel always weird about returning stuff i always feel really guilty oh i've never I bought almost a, never I done never, it i, I bought will. a comforter a duvet comforter like years and years ago and because i really liked it but I didn't know it was a king size. And then I had a double bed just for myself at that point. I still I, sleep in a double bed. I, so it actually worked as a, as a duvet cover and a rug. <laughs> you had to fold it like three times. And I didn't have the guts to return it because I was so embarrassed about it. Because I, I spent too much on it. I put it on a credit card, which I shouldn't have done. And I was too embarrassed because I'm going to think, they'd look at me as this pathetic little... Uh, you don't even know how to buy a duvet cover. No. So I didn't. So I kept it. And then when I was younger, uh, I went to Seattle with my dad. My parents were kind of having a rough go. So everybody kind of took split up and did different kind of little trips. So my brother and I went down to the States with my dad. And we went to Nordstrom's before they had it up here year, years ago. And I wanted these Nikes because they yeah. were just the coolest things. But they didn't have them in my size. So I'm a size six, and I'm not kidding you. I bought a size nine <laughs> because that's all they had left. And my dad was like, "I don't know. If, I don't shop normally with you. I don't know. Sure, I mean, if you're, you're happy five with feet, them. you're a size nine. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All dads yeah. don't understand. Yeah, you're good Shoe with size. them. But I brought them back, and then I they'd get on my bike, and I could barely pedal because the toes. <laughs> Oh, no. The sneakers were kind of dragging on the pavement. Just wear like six pairs of socks. I did. I did. I stuffed <laughs> them with socks. I do that too sometimes. I didn't return them or didn't, didn't, I just like, no, I'll just take them. That's it. Also, shoes are hard. As a lady, like your foot is different sizes at different times of the day, at different times of the month. Sometimes I'll try on a pair of shoes in the store and I'll be like, these fit amazingly. And then I wear them the next day and I'm like, I feel like I'm suffocating from the bottom up. Like, I don't know how it's happening. <laughs> and like, it's not fair. <laughs> Water weight. It's not fair. Oh, I, yeah. Well, that's a whole other. Life is road. not fair. 
Well, anyway, I have a pretty classic of- Alicia Tobin uh, retail nightmare. I'm sure I've told this one a dozen times on the podcast, but the other day I went to the bakery and there was no baked goods left. <laughs> and they still have the open <laughs> sign on? They have little things, but I'm kind of like I have specific. I have a, like I would say easily like a sugar addiction issue, which I barely maintain. And um, I also don't get a lot of sleep. So I really like a sugar boost. And the bakery that I go to near my house, the service is quite slow, but they're very, very nice. And often what happens is a person that doesn't understand how expensive gluten-free stuff is shows up and uh, holds up the line being like, how much is a loaf of bread? How does <laughs> how much with? is a loaf of bread? Like a gluten-free loaf of bread? Anywhere between 7 and $10 probably. Yeah. So like you probably pay, about right. pay yeah. that at a, like a nice bakery. You probably pay $7 for a nice loaf of bread. But this loaf of bread will be a third the size yeah. of your loaf of bread. And like <laughs> 10 times the, the density. Yeah, it will, it will weigh you down <laughs> in a lot of different ways. But um, so I would need to emotionally eat. I get into the bakery. Well, <laughs> there's yeah. like, and there's a, if there's a lineup of more than two people, that's like a f- potentially a 15 minute wait. Just the way that it works there. Um, people have a lot of questions a lot of the time. And there will be like this one thing I have my eye on. And without fail, just one left. And then somebody will buy it <laughs> right before it's my Son turn. So that's my constant ongoing battle. I and also, so do you leave or do you just wait? To I just wait and just I see that people's happy. manners in line. Yeah. And there's usually like somebody <laughs> walked in front of me during the lineup period, uh, which is it's a tiny, tiny place. And he sort of stood in front of me, like not realizing that I was next. And I was like, he had no idea like what the kind of day I was having. Um, I still ate something that was loaded with sugar and forgot my feelings for 10 minutes, which was great. Um, yeah, but at the bakery, there's also this incredibly attractive man that works. I was going to ask, is the oh. hot guy still there? Is he like the bread baker? Like, is his shirt sleeves rolled up? And- he has flour on him. Oh, oh I was just going to say, does he have flour on him? He has him? an accent, and I don't know what it is. Like, maybe Dutch? I'm imagining him as Eric Northman. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård for those of you who don't not, watch True but he's Blood. more like an Orlando Bloom with okay oh, that's enough sandy brown hair of course <laughs> of course you think it's Orlando Bloom Bloom because you've seen his horn <laughs> on the, on on the, the paddleboard paddle oh yeah. yeah it barely he barely kept the paddleboard afloat uh, just like, it was like um, anyways um, so when I bike home at work from work for Hank at lunch, I have 45 minutes to bike home, take Hank out for a walk and bike back. That's it. So it's 15 minutes uphill biking to get to Hank, 10 minutes to have him outside. Uh, and then all the little bits all add up to me just getting back to work in time. But some days I push it a bit and I go to the bakery. <laughs> and if I bike fast and there's no lineup, I know I can run in. Like I don't even lock up my bike, get a croissant or something and eat it while I'm pedaling. <laughs> Stuffing it into my face. The dream. And is that um, just to see him? No, it's actually <laughs> worse. Orlando. Worse when he's there because I feel very shy buying my emotions food in front of him. Like, these and are, are you covered in bike sweat? Uh, yeah, yeah, usually. And uh, he's very, very nice. Oh, and his flower would stick to you then. Yeah, I was yeah just we would glue together. You each got your own weird thing, and um, <laughs> we, glued we sure do together. Oh. 
Yeah, one day he was there and there was this, I wanted to get something that wasn't healthy, but instead I ordered a sandwich because <laughs> he was there. And um, he's really like, he's good at making conversation, which makes me very nervous. And there was a Danish there. I was like, well, I said something about cookies being the greatest. He's like, you deserve to eat as many cookies as you like. And then my jeans just flooded <laughs> with fluid. I was like, wow, my God. And, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, you creamed my corn. <laughs> yeah, you just creamed my you corn. I love you in the flour on them. <laughs> it was like too much for my forty-two-year-old brain. I was like, "What is going on?" With I my actually body? like <laughs> want to go there. there. My body's doing strange things. <laughs> yeah, I haven't felt these feelings in so long. You're going through a second puberty and puberty, puberty. <laughs> and then there was this beautiful like Danish thing there, and I he's was like, he "You know, him." Well, I said, I, he said, well, I was, I was like, well, what do you like? To, or something. I was trying to make conversation, which He's I can't. Like, I'm like, I, I die on you. <laughs> he said I could have as many cookies as I like. You know what there is that to me? When my boyfriend's going to be fat. Um, so uh, he's like, well, I actually don't normally. I'm not like, what would you say? Like a. And I said, a Danish person? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, pretty sure that he's Danish? <laughs> so it was very confusing because I'm like, but are you a Dane? Like, where's this accent from? Tell me everything about you. I love you. Do you like my bicycle? <laughs> Never mind. Bye. Totally. Aww. Then the whole afternoon, I was so in love with him. You know that feeling where you just have like this intense crush on somebody <laughs> and it lasted in the world especially all afternoon, if it's like you a flutter. only see them for like one second and then you imagine their entire and lives he's not there like on the weekends is normally when i go and uh he's never there there's a, the, lots of nice lovely people but not this i'm not a danish person guy <laughs> so he's only there during the week i think so and i don't yeah he's like i'm actually norwegian i don't know what he is <laughs> he's really cute so yeah that's my bakery boyfriend um, speaking of Eric Northman, I just want to update you. I just finished season four. <laughs> Have you watched True Blood? No, I haven't. It's excellent. Is it? Yeah. If you're There's into no animals girl, or you'll love it. Oh, it. well then. So <laughs> there's That's a lot true, of, actually. You see a lot of men right up to like the top of their penis. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's like a lot of <laughs> men. I feel like, like Nancy's not sold. <laughs> well, there's a lot of like those, those bones, those yeah. like certain men who have like. Penis bones. Like the really uh, ripped bodies, which I'm usually kind of scared of, but the, those we bones. call that Satan's lumber. <laughs> <laughs> now I call that it too. It that too. It anyway, that too. Uh, yeah, I watched since we last recorded. I watched an entire season. Amazing. Um, and it's uh, I don't know who did you love at the end of season four? Is that the witch season? That's a witch season. Eric, you loved Eric. See, I loved Elseed, the werewolf. Oh, oh, Joe Manganello. Yeah. I mean, he's a very, very attractive human. Well, if he's a wolfman, he'd be very masculine. It's I'm crazy. Somebody doesn't watch the show. <laughs> he, no, it's crazy. Yeah. That show, there's multiple, that season gets extremely homoerotic. I think they were like, we oh, need yeah. to have multiple men nude in a scene that, together all the time. Do they have any uh, men kissing scenes yet? Well, there's uh, Lafayette and Jesus. Oh, yeah. Lafayette is amazing. Their love is. Anyway, beautiful love. Nancy hasn't watched Sorry, it, so we yeah. should move on. I know. I just know that you said you wanted an update yeah. on the next oh, I, episode. I, I so I the watched... only werewolf I can relate to is Lon Chaney Jr., and I would not like to see his <laughs> no, Satan's I don't lumber. I want to see his lumber penis park. Bones. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to see <laughs> or Satan's lumber. I mean, no offense, Jim. I mean, he's dead now, anyway. So no. it's not like whose feelings am I hurting right now? <laughs> nobody's, <laughs> nobody's, nobody's, nobody's. But, One uh, person. But you wouldn't want to really upset. 
I'm going to go online. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to angrily tweet at you and you'll have one follower. (laughs) He was the most depressed werewolf. But then I guess if you're a werewolf, you've got things to be down about. But Michael J. Fox, not so much. Oh, that's right. Teen Wolf. He's still a teen, though. Like, yeah, that's true. But like he got everything by just admitting that he was a wolf. Yeah. And a teen. Seems so straightforward. See? There's a lesson in that. Yeah. Teens have it all. Yeah. Just be a teen forever. And just if you're a wolfman, 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 (laughs) wolfman, Harvey Wolfman, (laughs) you just come out and say, I'm a wolfman. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, guys. Hashtag I'm a wolfman. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Me too. Let's start it. (laughs) So Nancy, you have one more story for us. Well, no, it's not even a big deal. I was just... (laughs) No, it's perfect. I just complained about the bakery being empty. (laughs) Well, yeah, no, I complained see, about a woman makes eating sense because soup. you have a handsome Danish man in there too. So that that it's good that he's not that there often because usually when I show up, I'm like real, real needing the sugar, sugar stuff <laughs> to talk to. It's like like a one stop shop for you though. Yeah, it's like, a you lot. You sugar. They have, um, you have your man chicken there. pot pies that are really good, and a handsome <laughs> Danish guy covered in flour. Yeah, and he's only there like it's like maybe I see him once a month. I think maybe he might every... be a mirage. I was just gonna say. Is I do sometimes really there? feel really dizzy after I get off my bicycle from that bike ride because yeah, I'm hungry. It's, it's, it's maybe like you're he's not even there. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. You're dizzy. For someone from that's your bike comforting ride. that he's an actual real person I've spoken to is too terrifying. <laughs> maybe yeah, he's, he's a shapeshifter. Not, maybe he's oh, a muffin. Also, walk in, oh no, he's a muffin that shapeshifts into a beautiful <laughs> Danish man. He's yeah. a muffin who's a wizard. He's a shape shifting baked good. In his <laughs> in his honor though, on Saturday, uh, after zero sleep, I went in there and this is what I had for lunch. A Danish. Because yeah. he had recommended them and it was amazing. And he's has great taste in pastry as well because it wasn't too sweet. I Let's love this story. Has a crush. Yeah, I have so many weird crushes, Nancy. They're all like like this, like there's a version of this. Like I have a crush is, on one of the Canada Post guys that comes by. This is by great. Work. It's really but nice. But this is good. You're keeping options open. That's yeah, great. I'm not talking to any of them. I love which is them. also oh. the best option. <laughs> Do you have nicknames for all of them in your head? Nice Canada Postman, <laughs> <laughs> handsome bakery person. Yep. <laughs> mm, who else? Oh, I have like one crush on like dummy comedian. I've got a crush on a comedian that doesn't seem very smart. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and he doesn't seem very smart? No. I think oh. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And do is is he good at what he does, though? Not really. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, so weird. All right. I was going to follow up. I told my friend well. about it, and he's like, he's not even funny. I'm like, it's purely physical. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And it's like just something in my brain got like a little... A little thing snapped when I saw him. I was like, what is that? (laughs) Maybe you're just picking up pieces of the perfect man. You're finding pieces of the guy. Dr. Frankenstein. The the Danish (laughs) Alicia uh, Frankenstein's perfect husband. That's right. And you're just going to getting little pieces of each of these people add up to the perfect guy for you. And when you get the final piece put together, (laughs) it's the bakery guy's face. It's alive. (laughs) It's alive. Sit on it. Me sit on you. (laughs) Face. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Nancy, do you have another story? Well, it's boring. I just, the only other thing I was thinking about, because my three retail jobs is I work for the cable company. So it's kind of like a a montage of things because you'd be on the phone and you'd be trapped to your desk and you'd, you'd, they would even time your, your pee breaks and everything like that. And you were I timed yours before. Did you? How did I do (laughs) it? I make good time? Amazing. Yeah, I'm really good at it. I've done it a fair amount. I've been working <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I've been training. 
Amazing work. Yeah. Beautiful I, job. Yeah. So it's, it's amazing what I can pack in in that little amount of time, too. Yeah. And wash my hands and think about things. I wash them as I'm peeing. <laughs> in, in, in the urine? Wipe. In the piss? <laughs> yeah. I think, like, and I also wash <laughs> some corn. <laughs> I wash the corn for my That's family. That's you keep your corn so yellow. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so you worked at the cable company? I did. And then so people were just so mean and nasty on the phone. Yep. And they would phone up and they would threaten to kill me. What? Yeah, because uh, the, the billing or something like that. Where do you live? I'm going to kill you. I'm like, okay, that's Jesus. Great. Yeah. And then I would report it to, you know, the, the supervisor and like, well, you know, what are you going to do? So I don't even think that they could track the numbers. I'm not sure if they could. Back but then. they could track the accounts. Well, they could. And then one guy, <laughs> I got yelled at so much one day, and the one guy phoned up, and the first thing you'd have to ask for is the address. And he said, I live at, uh, what is, oh, yeah, something, something, I live at uh, something, something, fucking Pendrel. <laughs> and I went, oh, is uh, fucking with an F or a PH? <gasps> Fuck you! <laughs> and I got it taped. <laughs> so wow. I got in shit from the supervisor about how I was just egging him on, and how what I did was, and I'm thinking... He's what? the one who says fucking. One. Yeah, but at then first. the ne- but then the next call I got was from a guy who wanted to know if he could get his cable hooked up in a submarine because <laughs> he <laughs> has lunch with the Queen periodically. Oh. oh, yeah. And I went, oh, really? I said, how often do you go? He said, well, it depends on how fast my submarine can get there. Yeah. And I went, well, I guess that makes sense. I guess sometimes <laughs> the waters are, you know, pretty Tides, rough and sometimes it's it's pretty smooth. And he was like, absolutely. Giant squid. And so he wanted cable put into a submarine. So if it was a long trip to go see the queen, <laughs> he would have cable. And I understood it completely. And I said, well, absolutely. And I said, well, I'm not so sure. But I didn't want to hang up from this guy because I liked him so much. And you were timed for how long you were on the call. Uh So I asked him so many questions like, (laughs) you know, what does the queen like to eat? Cucumber sandwiches. No, I don't think it was. I think it was something basically. Yeah, I think it was like, you know, like a regular, you know, chicken sandwich or something like Mm -hmm. that. And, um, And could he call her by the first name? And most definitely. Yeah, so he was so interesting and so nice. So he was kind of like the nice palate cleanser. That's delightful. It is delightful. So there's the upside. That's just a nice little thing. Because I, I think I think about him. I wonder where he is now. Maybe he did have a submarine. Maybe I'm the one. Twenty thousand leagues up. beneath the sea. Maybe he's having lunch with the queen. Maybe he's uh, eating sushi off the queen's bod. <laughs> Jessica oh, right. in his sub. Just like what's <laughs> her name in uh, <laughs> Sex in the City? Uh, Samantha. I think so. Yeah, it was the sex one. It was yeah, the sex one. They were all sex ones. Yeah, but Samantha was the one who was like. They were all having sex. They were all having sex, but Samantha was like... Yeah, she was... I mean, Kim Cattrall is amazing. Canadian lady, also from Big Trouble in Little China, Gracie Law. My friend is having a John Carpenter-themed costume party for Halloween this year. Sounds like a lot of work. (sighs) I just want to be Kim Cattrall from Big Trouble in Little China because she's really cool. Do you guys like dressing up for Halloween? No. No, I don't either. I never... I don't. (laughs) It freaks me out. I dress up as Jeff Lynn from ELO and the Traveling Wilburys. Like, oh, nice. Like, I dress up as things that no one will ever know. And I'll be like, can't you tell? <laughs> I have a beard and curly hair and aviators. I'm Jeff Lynn. My brother dressed up as a flu bug once. Wow. Oh, yeah. What did that look like? Uh, he had his shirt 
uh, <laughs> filled out with all my dad's uh, uh, dress shirts. So he was really had a really big fat tummy. Mm-hmm. And my mom, who's a really good artist, she just kind of designed these little weird swirls and stuck them to the, cool. the thing. And he had a top hat. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Flupa. Mr. Flupa to you. <laughs> and uh, and a little cane and uh, drawn on pockmarks all over his face. Oh, wow. And uh, it was great because everywhere we went, everybody had to ask him what he was. I like an original costume well, yeah. like that. I never have any good ideas. And I don't know. I think that maybe I'm too self-conscious to really enjoy it. And then somebody I know tweeted, this woman, Michelle, she's very smart. She said that. I don't really like New Year's Eve and I don't like Halloween. Nor do I. And she said that maybe I'd enjoy those events and those holidays more if I wasn't always terrified of like being sexually harassed Mm -hmm. out like out and about. And I was like, oh, yeah, like it's Halloween's kind of like creepy. Oh, totally. In that social way. Well, it brings the creep out in people. Yeah. Like it's a it's almost like like a purge night. Totally. It's It's a creep night. So I appreciated that. I think I would enjoy New Year's Eve and Halloween more if. I just stayed in. Yeah. yeah. Do you hand out candy? Yeah. We, in our new house, haven't yet. I don't really want to. I don't really want to this year. I'm not feeling it. Every year I kind person. of think I want to, and then I oh. can at my place, and I haven't yet. Oh, we had the But your doorbell kid. doesn't work. <laughs> That's true, but I could, yeah, to make it work. You could just keep the door open. At our old house, our steps were kind of steep, and oh, it's so cute. We all the children fell down. Well, they 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 were, and it would just it would, would crack me up. And um, I'm just like, fingers crossed, you're the one, you're the one. So, so anyway, so the so I open up the door, and there's this little guy, and I think he's like maybe four, oh. maybe, and he I forget what he was, and he had this huge contraption on his head, like he was some space thing, and he just he, he took off this the, his his lid, I'll call. It. He took off his lid, and his hair was just smashed to his head because he was just covered in sweat. <laughs> And he just looked at me and went, can I just have a glass of water, please? <laughs> so I said, whoa, absolutely. Like that. Had a hard day. Yeah. So I go and I get him a glass of water and he knocks it back like a cowboy with a shot of whiskey, like just knocks it back, hands it back, looks like he's punching the clock again, puts his lid back on. <laughs> And then turns to leave, and his mom goes, "Well, I think I don't know what his name was. You know, Sammy, aren't you going to ask for some? Aren't you going to ask him for chocolate?" Okay. <laughs> turns around <laughs> like it's just the last thing. I went, Can I have a piece of chocolate, please? <laughs> I I went, yes, you may. It was just the poor guy was just bent. And then he went down the stairs, and then she basically, I could see him that they got in the car to take him home, but it was just hysterical. <laughs> just hair, just flattened with sweat to his head. Oh, Just a glass of water. He's my hero. <laughs> it's tough, it's tough being a kid. Oh, that's great. I love that kid. <laughs> I really liked him, too. I want to find that kid and make him prime minister or something. You just want a new prime minister. I, well. One that didn't teach you. One that wasn't a bad teacher. Should we do Honkin' on Bobo? Yeah. Or Chuglin? So we just asked, there's these two dumb song names. One's actually an album name from Aerosmith called Honking on Bobo. Honking on Bobo? Honking. Honking on Bobo. Honking on Bobo. Pardon me. Not honking. <laughs> How dare you? Is that and, euphemism? Uh, euphemism. Oh, it's a euphemism. a euphemism. It's a euphemism for playing the harmonica, but the album or art or is quite corn. suggestive. Yeah. It's more like somebody was S and a D. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Someone was corn. Cream oh. and some corn. Corn. 
in the mouth. Serving ding dongs. Corn in your mouth. <laughs> oh, in and out. Corn cob in and out of your mouth. So someone goes, oh. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, oral husking. Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> oh, crap. And uh, so we just, at the count of three, we'll say, are you honking on Bobo or chugling, which is a CCR song, which is really horrible. And we think means having sex. It's a euphemism for sex. It's like we don't it's know. like an ultimatum. Would you rather honk on Bobo or Chuglin? So at the count of three, we all say Chuglin, Chuglin, Chuglin. Yeah. Oh. But they mean nothing to us. Like they, there's context within like the actual artwork, but we think it's just stupid names for yeah, stupid shit that men like, made. The lyrics on Chuglin is like Chuglin like a natural man or something. <laughs> like it's like awful. Husking oh. corn like a natural bubble. <laughs> I don't know my favorite episode ever <laughs> okay so on the count of three honking on bobo or chuglin one two three, three. Chuglin! Oh! <laughs> and we didn't even look at each other no we, we all had our eyes closed we were all so scared <laughs> yeah honking on bobo sounded more aggressive yeah, yeah. it it's... sounded like it was more uh <laughs> you were doing something to somebody that they Maybe didn't want, like you know they did. Like, but you know what I mean. It's like what Hank does to a towel when I'm trying to dry him off. <laughs> oh, does he do that? Yes. Sometimes Oliver, our dog, I had to clarify that, <laughs> will jump off the sofa and all of a sudden, air hump. Oh, and we know, like, and he just walks around <laughs> and he's humping. And I just, I'm so curious by it because he does it for about a minute and he's just, and I'm, I'm checking bits and his bits and bobs. Nothing's happening. Huh? But he's just air humping, and I'm thinking. I wonder what that's about. I know people are going, well, what do you mean you wonder what it's about? <laughs> no, but humping is not what, it's not a, like a dog sex thing. It's more of a dominance thing. Yeah. Yeah. Although like Hank, he first he's, showing, he's showing Aries has the like a, Yeah. Yeah. You think I need you to breathe. I love you, Air. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's humping a ghost. I Hank never is thought about that. trying to get into my bedroom. He's ready for a nap. That's the thing. Like, yeah. When he was wrestling with Nancy, I know that's the thing he does when he really needs to go outside. And he's like, what is this room? To be honest, he probably really wants a nap. Yeah. To be honest, like, yeah, it's, I would be confused too if I saw that place and I didn't make it myself. It's like a weird little nook. You talked about having like a, a different size comforter for your bed. My bed is a, what is it? A single. A single? It's like a bed for one she person. She's with her husband. And he's six foot eight hundred. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. They love it. We love each Do other. You? Well, no, I, I get that. We have a king and Oliver, who's seven. Who's a dog? <laughs> Oliver, who's 76 pounds. He sleeps in the middle and it's horizontal. So my f- legs are off the bed. My husband's legs are off the other side of the bed while he's stretched out. So we might as well be sleeping <laughs> yeah, in because a single bed. The same thing happens with Hank. He sleeps. I have a double bed because at the chance to upgrade, I realized in my smallish apartment that it was kind of pointless. The layout and, is weird, even though it's bigger. Yeah, than mine. if I it would ha- would just interrupt the feng shui of my apartment. <laughs> um, you got that fountain. <laughs> yeah, I have that fountain right in the middle of my bedroom. I'm just uh, going to let fountain. him in. I'm just going to let him in to the <laughs> The um, vagina fountain. So, the corn cleaner. Yeah. Watch this, please. <laughs> <laughs> but Hank insists on sleeping at the foot of the bed, but in the middle of the bed. So sometimes I just like underneath the sheets will open my legs. So he's sleeping in the V between the blankets. Yeah. And just to kind of compensate, like I had my back so fucked up since he hurt his legs because I have to pick him up to go up and down stairs. 
and that's like 10, 10 times a day up and downstairs. But it's like you want him to heal so you're injuring yourself. Yeah. So I've got this weird knot where I can feel when I lay down. I'm like, this is fine. <laughs> when Hank's better, he'll carry you up the stairs. When Hank's better, no, I can won't. really dig into the insurance no, I get through work because I do not have time to use any of it. But um, maybe we'll just do Pop of the Week. Yeah, let's do Pop of the Week. It's been a perfect episode. Yeah. Seriously, probably one of our best episodes ever. Oh, okay, let's I'm, not jinx I it. I have goosebumps. <laughs> Papa of the week. So Papa of the week is a is just somebody or a pet or a dog, a, a cat or a pigeon you saw, anything you saw that was really cute. Just something recently. that you loved that was cute. It's basically the foil to our horrible nightmare stories. Yeah. Like something to lift us up at the end and on a high note. Oh, Okay, well, there's a little dog in the neighborhood that I just met, and the dog's name is Holly. Not the same Holly that <laughs> set me up. Oh, the not fit perv to Holly. forgot Keisha. to mention that the original yeah. Holly was a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, full shame on me for, you know, taking the dog's advice. So, <laughs> dog with a playgirl? The, the dog with the play. yeah. So... Her name is Holly, and she comes in front of our house, and I never have, and I've seen her, but I've never met her before. And I was outside with Oliver, who's my dog, <laughs> and uh, and sometimes Oliver's not so great with other dogs, but Holly is this like sweet, kind of a like a tiny mid-sized dog, but she had a stick, and she couldn't have been more proud. She kept running at me with it, like check this out, <laughs> check this out. And then she'd take off, and then she'd roll, and she'd go flat on her back, and like her legs and everything would be splayed and everything. She was so sweet, and she wanted Oliver's attention so much, and Oliver just ignored her. But she was just so, I don't know, she was just so. Like, wouldn't we all like to run around with a stick and flail our legs open yeah, on the back on the lawn? Yeah, spread with a yeah. stick. Just yeah, be yeah. proud of something. Just be proud of something. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> I mean, Just I for one imagine. fleeting moment, be proud of something <laughs> that we had in our mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that, Instead of full of shame for not just yeah, yeah, proud then, of it. Even if you used the fountain. <laughs> well, the old great. cob cleaner. Polly sounds great. What kind of dog is she? I think she had a little bit of border collie in her. Oh, okay. and, uh, so she's and then a something genius. a little smaller. And uh, but she's just just like an absolute love, and she was so proud of that stick. I thought, man, that's just great. Yeah, Alicia, who's your papa? I have a lot of papos. So I have Hank. Uh, he's my papo. Um, he's great, and he's so sweet. And I get home from work, and then from 5 p.m. onward, 5.30 onward, all I do is try and keep Hank entertained because he can't exercise much. Um, but he's really cute, and he's making really cute noises. I had roasted some chicken, and he always gets a little bit of something if it's dog-friendly. Uh, and then the other morning, I opened the fridge to make to put together something for lunch, and chicken featured prominently in that, and he smelled it, and he started crying. I gave him a little piece and then went about the rest of my morning making tea, trying to look presentable for work and play with the dog. And then he just sat in front of the refrigerator crying (laughs) until I gave him more chicken. Um, So, yeah. He got a taste of it. He loves loves roast chicken. I mean, who doesn't? Uh, Vegetarians. People are allergic to chicken. People are afraid of birds. Other chickens. Um, Yeah, the chickens. Well, we don't know. (laughs) Yeah, we're not. They don't know usually, I guess. They don't really probably know they, yeah are they're like oh this so. tastes like whatever they yeah. say there's yeah. a subculture of chickens yeah. who are into roast chickens yeah. this, 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 <laughs> it's this really tastes like up. stephanie 
from the next cage. <laughs> Stephanie the chicken. Stephanie the chicken. That's my puppo. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie the chicken who got eaten by your neighbor. Oh. <laughs> Oh. My second pup of the week is Gord Downey, who passed oh, last yeah. night. And uh, I was going to say at work yesterday out loud, because I had planned to do this in advance, that if he passed away during a work day, that I would need to go home or take the day off. But uh, I forgot to say that. And then he passed that night. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's, I wish I would have the day off to just listen to his music. And he's such a great person and great Canadian. And there's just something about Canadian artists. We don't really have a ton of examples um, because we're so inundated with American culture, like to have uh, artists like the Tragically Hip and somebody like Gord Downey, who did so many good things with his his influence. It just, yeah. So he is a puppo of my heart and uh, we're lucky to have him. He was something else. I, I met him once. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he did a, he and the, the, the whole gang, all the hip, came and did uh, a cameo on Corner Gas. Oh, yeah. And they, so we got to spend the day with him because it was, was my character and, and Fred and, and Brent and then later on Tara. And so they were so great. We turned up to set first thing in the morning and uh, we rushed to set and they're playing. They're just playing and singing. And it was, there's just a small group of us and they're just performing for us. And they were so fun and so great. And, uh, he just seems so authentically um, um, original. Hank is right now making out with Nancy. <laughs> well, I'm proud of this thing in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame you for feeling that way because it is it's a, it's a it's a massive loss, and I feel so badly for his family and for the rest of the band. Yeah, you know. So yeah, Jessica. Well, I can't compete with that, but my puppo is a cat that I met on tour. <laughs> Whoa. My, I know we talked a lot about dogs on this podcast, but I met this amazing cat. We were playing in St. John, and we played this show that everyone at the show was like a 20-year-old man. And so usually you sort of wait for someone to be like, yeah, come stay with us, or you book a hotel. And before any of these 20-year-old dudes who definitely had, like, the stinkiest and dirtiest apartments, no offense to you uh, 20-year-old dudes, if you have tidy apartments, I'm sure you exist. Contribute to our Patreon. Otherwise, <laughs> clean up your... Otherwise, if you got a messy apartment, you better give us money. And wash your butts. <laughs> yeah. It's probably... <laughs> Don't let it paint. Butts. Yeah. If you got a messy apartment, you probably got a messy butt, too. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but so we were just like, yeah, I don't want to stay with any of these guys. We were all... Uh, Kate and Adrian and I were all coming down with a cold. Jay somehow has a magical fairy immune system, so he didn't. Um, I'm pretty sure he's an elf of yeah. some sort. Like, uh, Maybe he's an ant, a tree. Yeah, he's part tree. I think he's more like part horse. But anyway, so I was like checking on Expedia. There was one hotel room left at this point. It was about 9 or 10 when we decided this. And it was the Hilton because St. John has a Hilton because uh, <laughs> cruise ships come in there. So I was checking in the surrounding towns and stuff like that. And so there was a city. I don't even think it's a city. It's near Sussex and it's called Penobsquis, I think. Penobsquis? Penobsquis. Anyway, there was a place called the Pinecone Motel. Ah. And they had a vacancy and I think it was like $90 or something ridiculous like that. And so... Instead of booking on Expedia, I phoned to make sure because a lot of the times when it's a family run motel like that, they don't have like a 24 hour front desk. And so I phoned them just to make sure that if we drove there, because it was going to be an hour drive after the show, I was like, are you going to be there at midnight 
And they were like, of course, we'll stay open for you and we'll make sure your room's all set up. And they were so lovely. And so we checked in there and we were all like blowing our noses and hacking and coughing. And we saw these cats walking around. We were trying to pet them and they weren't having any of it. But then in the morning we met this cat and he was a sort of a creamsicle cat. Whoa. And he didn't have a collar on, but we knew he was a he because he had his balls still. And they were the fluffiest little... Little misters. White and red balls. Cat balls. Uh, and he was so <laughs> sweet. He seemed pretty young. They were so fluffy. And he was... I've talked about Crumbs the cat before on the podcast as being the best cat in the world. My friend Jesse and Julia's cat in Toronto. And I saw Crumbs on this tour. And like, of course, he's always a puppo. But this cat, I was like, I'm sure this is related to Crumbs somehow. He was just instantly like a dog just like all over you so jay and i were petting him and then we would be like okay we have to go pack up and the cat would just drape himself over jay's foot and be like don't leave (laughs) and i took so many photos of this cat so many glamour shots so many videos Uh, i love this cat and he didn't have a name and we didn't know what he was called so we just called him pinecone because it was the pinecone motel and then we were telling our friends former guest jarrett from uh tough age subway the, <laughs> with the <a> no <laughs> Jarrett Jarrett <laughs> he's no friend of ours he's the man who invented honking on Bobo or Chuglin oh was he yeah previous guest <laughs> and so we were telling him the story because we were talking about cats and by the way Jarrett and Penny your cat Jeremy is also a puppo they were really upset because Jeremy's not very uh, uh, social and Penny was like you're never going to be puppo of the week this way Jeremy but anyway she's the puppo also but so we were telling them about this cat and they were like, wait a minute. We know this cat. We stayed at the Pineco Motel. We met this cat and its name is Kitty. Oh. And so we, it was like, what a small world. Like this place, Penobsquis, I'm sorry to the locals if I'm mispronouncing it, but what, what They're are big we- listeners? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. Well, I know we have one listener who's from Sussex originally. Hey, how's it going? Shout out. But it was such a bizarre turn of events that two bands on the same record label have met this cat at this weird motel an hour out of the way from a major city and pet Crazy. it and had the same experience. Anyway, if you're in the neck of the woods of Penobscot, head there. The family's amazing. They made us blueberry pancakes in the morning and invited us into their home. And one of the men who lives there is like a famous painter from Korea and his stuff is amazing. Whoa. Yeah. So... This cat. Also, I touched his balls. <laughs> so was, cat? You touched his cat balls. Sorry, I sort of buried the lead. Because it was just, it was laying there like splayed out, like <laughs> totally spread eagled. And the balls were right there. And he was just like trying to beg us to not leave and keep petting him. So I just sort of like poked the balls. And I don't think anyone's ever done that to him before because he just sort of like immediately got a boost of energy and was just like, what just happened? And he just sort of ran around in a circle. Uh, so you, I'm sorry. Are you surprised he was once just if he was a person? You could be charged with something. I know. Well, I just I I was very curious. I don't know. Usually, like if it's a dog with balls, they'll teabag I mean, you right, instantly. You quit while you're ahead. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so fluffy looking. Anyway, well, this has been retail nightmares podcast. Me that we're getting close to another round of corn. <laughs> <laughs> totally, we're getting back to the corn shop. So, Nancy, <laughs> thank you for being the best guest we've ever had. Oh. Um, I don't know, but yeah, you're, no, it was nice. It was fun. Thank if you. If people want to follow you on Twitter, what's your Twitter handle? 
Uh, Nancy R. tweets, as in um, Toys R Us, so it's oh, a capital cool. R, so it's Nancy. <laughs> so the backwards R. R tweets. <laughs> oh, no, it's not backwards. That's okay. It's we okay. wouldn't know how to do that either. Uh, do you have a website? Uh, no. Perfect. Neither do we. No. no. <laughs> um, you, anything upcoming you'd like to plug? No, not really. When does the show come out? Oh, the animated thing? I think... <laughs> March? I'm not sure. I don't think anybody really knows yet. Sure. But it's it's either January or March or somewhere around there. Sure. So, early twenty eighteen. Really sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Um Jessica, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh we are almost sold out of our records. If you want to buy one for a loved one for the holiday season, go to mintrex.com slash shop slash Arner or something like that. I don't know. That's great. We got a few left. Please buy them so we don't have to go on tour ever again. I just realized we've been on 17 tours in five years. Holy moly. I know. I just want to stay home for a while in my tiny bed. Yeah, of course. Think about corn. (laughs) What about you? Anything coming up? On the 26th at the Rio Theater, I have Story Story Lie. It's where a bunch of people... It's actually a really great lineup. Darcy Michaels is on it as well. Oh, Darcy. Yeah. And uh, I think that's kind of it for now. If you would like to donate to our Patreon account, it gets used to buy... Hank, medical supplies. <laughs> so donate if you can't afford to donate. Please don't. Uh, you can leave us a favorable review on iTunes. We've got lots of them, but we could use more. Um, we thank you so much for listening. We thank you, Nancy, for being such a wonderful guest. And Thanks a bazillion for having me. Everybody have a great day and just, you know, be your best self. The- and if you don't feel up to that today, don't. Yeah. Whatever your uh, level your of corn. engagement is. Yeah. May the corn kernels rain down upon you. Yeah. Forevermore. And yeah. listen, you know, if you feel like poking some cat balls, <laughs> then uh, life's oh. short. Also, just sit on it. <laughs> yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.